0: Alright, go with me to Genesis chapter 2 with you. Last week. What did we talk about last week? Friendship. We talked about friendships last week. This week we talked about David and Jonathan. I'm not going into a review. You gotta go to YouTube and watch for yourself. <laughs> that's a lot of message. I did. <laughs> it's 48 long um, And now it seemed like my voice wants to come out for me. Alright, that's not gonna. All right. Genesis chapter two. This today, I want to kind of go fast, you know, because the Lord wanted to show up. So I just want to. I know I'm supposed to preach. So let's go here. Genesis chapter two, verse 18. It says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. I'm going to make him someone suitable to him. Say, that's God talking to me. He he God, hooking me, hookin me up somebody comparable amen. Amen. amen all right now let's drop down to Genesis chapter 2 verse 20 uh, 20 21 thank you Daniel <clears throat> and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. God presented the woman to the man. I want you to see that. Hmm. All right. And Adam said, this is now my bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. This is the first time when we see that, that, uh, procreation will be brought off brought through mankind all right and Adam said uh, all right therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh say one flesh flesh. and they were both naked say naked Naked. the man and his wife and were not ashamed so I want to kind of talk to you tonight about the sacredness of marriage I want to talk about the sacredness of marriage. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a day where marriage is being looked at as a bad thing. It marriage is only looked at as an event of one day. You have a big celebration, you spend a lot of money. Now, me personally, I come from the persuasion of doing Sam's Club cake, you know, a big, you know, sheet cake with red paper cups since people like to celebrate their weddings in such a big way, and then they get divorced in the next three months, okay? I have a rule that if I, if I come to your wedding the first time and give you a gift, and the wedding does not work out for you uh, the first time, the next time, you're just getting my presents to show up at your wedding, <laughs> and that's your gift, amen, <laughs> all right? Uh, but we live in a day where we uh, monogamous relationships are seeming like a thing of the past. A matter of fact, being monogamous is in this day and age is not even being praised. Matter of fact, most people will ask you how in the world can one man stick to one woman? I don't get it. Uh, matter of fact, you know, we praise the men who has one main chick and but has so many side chicks. One for Wednesday, one for Friday. And if the one on Wednesday get on my nerves, I just go to the one on Friday. All right. And so we and so we have all of this run around. And, and and matter of fact, people are taking dating and courting. I don't like to go in the dating versus courting. I, I, I don't really get involved with all of that. I just think it's a play on words yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day. You shouldn't be dating or you shouldn't be courting whatever term you want to use. You shouldn't be doing it casually, well, yeah. especially yeah. when your future is on the line Come on, Pastor. and that's that's especially it. when your life is on the line. That's that's Matter it. of fact, people don't even take it seriously. They go on casual dates. They go. And what's that thing that they flip and slide? What's that thing called? Tinder. Meet me. Snapchat. Snapchat. Bumblebee, Instagram, DM. Let me come slide on over there. We use all of these tools. We're using all of this stuff because we want a casual hookup. <laughs> and, and we don't look at, we, especially in our generation, we don't see marriage as a, a, a necessity. Because most people come from the idea, what's the point of getting married? Because uh, uh, when you make it legal and when you really make it uh, a real thing, then it messes up the relationship that we already had. My thing is, if your relationship was really real in the first place, why would marriage be the thing to mess it up? I just, I just wanna know. How does marriage mess up what you already got going on? If, you, if you're so sure that you got a good thing, quote unquote, and if you're so sure that your little situation is good, then why not make it official? Because at the end of the day, you don't got anything. Matter of fact, it's actually in Maryland, there's no such thing as a common law state. Not here in Maryland, common marriage. So what happens with your little situation? Somebody gets sick. Who can make the decisions see you not wanting to make things official is because you're irresponsible what you gonna do when things turn sideways you can't sign for him because you ain't family oh but we've been living together for so long but you can't do nothing because you never made it official hallelujah the reality is we live in a day where people are irresponsible with their lives <laughs> I date whoever I want to date, and where'd that get you? And then you say, "There ain't no good men here. Then you say, there is no good woman around." You say, "Lord, why me?" And God looking at you and saying, "It's your fault anyway." <laughs> I'm not saying he would actually say that <laughs> that's the gospel according to (laughs) brand ladies and gentlemen we we live in a day where i'm telling you marriage is marriage is becoming less and less less and less something uh uh, of of uh, of sacred and and all of that whereas though that now we have different definitions of what marriage really is Matter of fact, let me tell you something. We have different merit, different things of what marriage actually is. You know, at first we we don't see marriage as being with one woman and one man. Now we see it with being with the same genders. And I'm not here to really talk about people in that lifestyle or anything like that. But that's not the way that God viewed marriage. Matter of fact, I'm just trying to say this, and I'm going to say this with all boldness. And I really don't care because, again, I'm not here to bash, but what I'm here to make clear is that man cannot define something that God ordained. I don't care what culture or custom that people did, because everybody's culture and custom on marriage is different. But it really does not matter what man's culture or custom or whatever they took the idea of God to do. The idea of God was between one man and one woman for the sake of creating such a loyal bond emotionally, spiritually with with one another. It was to it was to create an intimacy with one another. That was the goal of this. All right. That's what marriage is. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. All of us in one of the biggest connections you will make in this lifetime is who you decide to spend the rest of your life with. And see, here's the thing. Many of us are scared to spend the rest of our lives with somebody. (laughs) That's why we don't want to get married. Let me tell you what marriage is not, though. Marriage was not created for the significant other to complete you. Let me tell you something. When you are looking for your significant other to complete you, you have just now made your significant other an, an idol. Here's the reason why some marriages do not work out. Because what begins to happen is you turn your significant other into God, thinking that he or she is going to complete you. And the reality is that's not what their job is. They were not here to complete you. Matter of fact, you should be complete in yourself before you meet them. That's right. yeah. That's right. Matter of fact, it is God help help me. Let me tell you something. Marriage was not designed. I rebuke you, devil. You're not going to mess up my throat. Listen, you listen. The relationship was not created so that you can have the significant other be your God. God is to be your God. Yeah. No, no, God did not create uh, uh, did not create Eve to be a replacement to Him. That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. God created Eve to. Oh my God! God created Eve as to be a mirror of His relationship between Him and man. Yeah. <laughs> it is a mirror. I'm going too ahead of myself, but it is a mirror between God and man, Christ and the church. Marriage is not intended for your significant other to complete you. And if you're looking for somebody, because here, here we have, we, we, we have so many songs, Keisha Cole, you complete me, you owe me, you owe me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We be we, we singing all these songs, listen, they sound great, well, and they set the mood. Yeah, girl, you complete me. You make me whole. No. He or she is not to make you whole. Jesus is to yeah, make you whole. Yeah, that's it. Because let me tell you something, if you're dependent on that, you're going down a path that's right. that is not good. That's right. Because what happens when he or she pisses you off? Come on. What happens when, what happens, what, let me tell you something. What happens when God, when, when your idol who you replaced for God has now made you upset and made you disappointed? Did he still, does he or she still complete you then? Uh, What happens? (laughs) Here it is. What is marriage is not marriage is not, was not created solely for your happiness. I know this throws you off. No, no, it's good. It wasn't. Let me tell you something. Marriage is about hard work. Well, marriage is not something that was completely solely for your happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Marriage. Matter of fact, marriage is about love. Mm-hmm. It's based upon love. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Love is, is, is a sacrifice. That's real love. So the reality is, is that both of us need to be working towards each other's happiness. Because what happens when the happiness fades out? Will you still have a marriage? Will you still have a wedding? Hold on one second. I'm just saying, what will happen? What happens with with the relationship then? You started off all happy. Yeah, we getting married. Me and my boo. Yeah, we walking down that aisle. We flexing on them. We doing all of this stuff now. What happens? Hmm? What happens? God did not create Eve solely for Adam's happiness. It wasn't that. It was meant for both of them to love each other and sacrifice for one another. Are you getting what I'm saying? Here's another thing. Marriage was not created for your come up. <laughs> Some people marry for the wrong reasons. Especially let he or she got a little money with him. Mm-hmm. He got, let me tell you, you don't really even love the person. You just marrying them because you think there's a come up with it. You think you got some money? Oh, he got some prestige. Huh? Chris, he played the drums. He going places. <laughs> he going places in life. Let me just hook up to him now to let all them other girls know. That's how it is. People, people really get married for the wrong reasons. They want to come up. Oh, I'm marrying him. Ain't nothing going to stop this. And I deserve to have all this diamonds and all of this money. That's why we have gold diggers. (laughs) That's why we have all of these things. You want to know why? Because people think marriage is for come up. Marriage is not for your come up. Marriage is for your is about love. Because guess what? What happens when that come up is over? What happens if a person goes broke? Will you still love them then? Yeah. I think Ja Rule said a song like that. <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>. Rule, <Roo>, baby! <laughs> it's about the rule, <Roo>, baby. <laughs> <laughs> marriage is not for your come up. Mm-mm. It's not. It's, that's not what marriage is about? Are y'all getting something out of this yeah. tonight? Marriage is not for that. So, again, we have it that Adam is here. God pre- performed the first surgery that we see in the Bible. Come on, put, him, put that anesthesia. Anesthesia is not new. God did it <laughs> in the very beginning. Did some surgery on him. Took a rib out of him and made the woman... Similar to man, but different they have the same they're' the, they're, they're same but yet different yeah. they're made with two different body parts amen, amen. amen. the body parts are different Preacher. these days you got to make sure you check amen they're saying you're living in the world just Speaking truth. this is the truth you know this is the day we're living in yeah. <laughs> You see one thing, you're thinking, ooh, she fine. Then you get closer, like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, you got to be careful, man. <laughs> what did Martin say? <laughs> there was an episode of Martin, they were in Hollywood, and Tommy was talking to this girl, and then Martin was, was like, check that out of that Tommy. <laughs> Oh, man, let me stop before people think I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm not. It's just it's a joke. All right. Just saying you got to be careful, amen. (laughs) So then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, go to verse 23 for me, Daniel. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, because she was taken out of. Man, I have to make this very important because, for some odd reason, people really think the Bible gives women and downplays the woman so bad. The reality is, is that the woman was created not inferior of the man. Right. <laughs> they they are equal. You and your woman are equal. Yeah. Men, we are not to belittle our woman. That's right. You have a leadership role, but she has a leadership role, too. But your leadership roles are too different. (laughs) Because the listen here to me, the reality is, is that the man has to submit to the woman just like the woman got to submit to the man because both of them have leadership roles. Are you hearing me? Marriage is sacred because in God's idea of marriage, this is what we are going to do to build strong families. God's intention for marriage is about being a staple for a community to build on why do you think the devil is putting in people's minds against marriage why do you think the devil wants all of this premarital things going on because if you can create if broken people are creating broken families then nobody is being strong marriage is sacred because god is holy he set apart married couples to do those married things god did that for a reason marriage is sacred because god is holy god is set apart that's why marriage is set apart you two are set apart you two are being sacred you are set apart number one for god and for each other that means that you are mine and i'm yours you ain't going nowhere, and I'm not going nowhere. We here until the, the, death do you part. That's right. That's right. That's Here's the deal: if you don't got the right person, Come on, you gonna be you gonna be dreading saying those statements. And I'm gonna be right here and say, "You sure you wanna do that? You got time before you kiss her. You better make sure." Yeah, yeah. Amen. You know, but if you you know, hey. You know, you can be a runaway bride. I know it would be a lot, but, you know, it's better to do that now than to put yourself into something that's not good. Hear me tonight. So the woman, this is what. And so here's what Adam said. Bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. Here's the deal. This, ladies and gentlemen, is about oneness. Put point one up for me on the screen, Daniel. The interesting marriage is a lifetime process of becoming one. It is a lifetime process of becoming one. You do not become one overnight with one another. Just when you get married, it is a constant process. That means it's a constant process of working with one another. That's about becoming one. He said, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. You have become you have been connected to the hip of me. Are you hearing me tonight? She, he or she has been connected straight to you. You're in the flesh of my. We are becoming one. My flesh is becoming, uh, my flesh is becoming uh, uh, knitted together with yours. As we talked about with Jonathan and David in the level of just friendship. But in a marriage, you two are being knitted together as one. The more and more you overcome problems and and obstacles within your relationship, the stronger, oh my God, your bond becomes. Hallelujah, the stronger it becomes. Give me the scripture uh, behind this. Here is the deal. Um, it says in Ephesians 5:28, 29, so husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife, love himself. I'm going to stop right here for a second. I just want to make you understand something for me tonight. I just want you to understand this, ladies and gentlemen, that you have to love the person as you would love yourself. The Bible does not talk about your significant other like that. It's saying if you love yourself, then you'll know how to love the person that you're with. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal. There's no way in the world that you're going to be with somebody who's going to abuse you not only physically, but also abuse you verbally. Doesn't make sense. That is a sign that he or she does not love themselves. Mm, my god that's not true that's not true no that's how she wants to be loved and that's why she's trying to cause or he or she is trying to cause a stir up in you to get you to respond a certain type of way when you are being mistreated in a release in a relationship you cannot be worried or concerned about oh that's just how they love me that's a bad thing yeah. knock knock listen like <laughs> come on listen let me come down to you for a second that is a bad thing. That is a bad thing. He has to love. He says, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. You better love your own self. That's that. You got to love your own self. As, listen, so if you love yourself, talking about how good you look, praising yourself, why do you not praise your wife? Because wow. that. <laughs> you got to praise her. Because that's how you like to be praised. (laughs) For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. You see that? It's a constant. It is not known what we shall be. We are becoming more and more like Christ. We're becoming knitted together as long as we stay obedient and submitted to one another. Christ love the church here's the deal you have to be committed to him so that you become more knitted to him and look like him and guess what the more and more you become uh, committed and submitted with your husband or wife the more and more when y'all go out y'all look like each other (laughs) when she go out she represent me they know who wife that is when I go out they know who husband that is because you ought to look like and sound like one another you should be walking in sync with one another hallelujah because you're becoming one when you're becoming one you walk in sync you walk with mentality together that's the power of marriage are you following me that's why marriage is beautiful. That's why it's sacred, because you're becoming one. I don't know if I can do that, Rev. There's just too many women out here in this world for me to just settle for one. <laughs> I, don't about, I don't know about this old monogamous thing, bro. Like, I mean, I just see him come through. And I don't know if I can stick with that. Ladies and gentlemen, you talking to every girl in the world, you still have nothing. Your casual sex is nothing because you have no intimacy. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. Intimacy, guess what? Just because uh, I might even tell you, just because you having sex even in your marriage don't mean that you're being intimate. <laughs> because if it ain't founded on the right things. Hallelujah! if it's not founded on the right things because here's the deal intimacy is just not on the physical part if you ain't spiritually or mentally and, and mentally stimulating one another then you have nothing <laughs> you have nothing you have nothing nothing more than an unsatisfying however minutes of whatever you're doing alright let me just keep going let me go to point two M- marriage is beautiful because it was designed to positively channel sexual and emotional energy in order to build intimacy. This leads me to my next point here. Go to the scripture. I know <laughs> <She's> like, yeah. <laughs> ah, Hebrews 13, 4 says marriage is honorable among all and the bed. In the bed, undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Listen here, ladies and gentlemen, to me tonight, is the very fact of the matter, you ca- there is no such thing as casual sex. No such thing. You want to know what? Every time you're laying down with somebody, your soul is being knitted with someone. Every time. No such thing as casual. Oh, we just getting a little one-night stand. Guess what? That one-night stand brought a whole lot of stuff to you. Oh, I just can't get them out of my mind. I can't get why. <laughs> because sex is not is not just physical. Here's what the world and the devil has done a great job with us to make us think that it's only is only physical. The devil knows why marriage was intended and why God put sex in the boundaries of marriage. He knows how good it is. But what he does is twist it to make you think that oh, it ain't nothing. Let's get a condom from the gas store. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Condom can't protect your heart and soul, brother. That's That's what he knows. I don't preach against sex. The church does a bad thing with with making you say, ew, it's so disgusting. It's so nasty. (laughs) The church makes it seem like, I mean, they don't talk about it. It's so bad. We, We put it in a bad way. Don't deal it. Don't do it. Look, you can't tell people what not to do. You can tell them like the the the, the you can tell them how good it is, but you got to tell them the boundaries which which is in. Because you tell them don't do nothing out of something, they are gonna do it. And he said that definitely wasn't what the preacher said. It was pretty good to me. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah, this is real talk. I know this is like what this crazy fool saying up in here. But I'm just telling you, it's true. I ain't here to tell you what to have to do, but I'm here to tell you, you better be caught. You better be careful. You got to be cautious. I'm telling you, you need to do it in the confines of what God put it as. That's right. Here, listen, even hear Paul saying this. Paul, not even married, but he know the spirit speaking through Paul. I'm telling you, he said the bed is undefiled. He said, when you get married, you can do whatever you want. As long as both of you agree, Well, yeah, yeah. go do your thing. It's undefiled. It's nothing wrong. Do your thing. You know what I mean. I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> Do your thing. It's all game. Come on, man. It's, 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 it's put it in in the confines of marriage. That's what it was produced for. Yes, sir. It was supposed. It's a safe way. Because with that person, you're joining yourself to the person. And guess what? You ha. here's the deal. The issue is, is that you are falling for people that God has not presented. That's the issue. God has not presented them to you. Here's the thing, what you fell for. You fell for what the enemy presented to you as light, but it was really darkness. What you fell for was the potential that never had anything that manifested for it. That's what you fell for. That's what you gave yourself to. Oh, I don't know. She's going to be my life. It's going to be good. I don't see nothing wrong. That's how people, that's how, that's how uh, you talk long enough. You know, we've been together for a year now. You know, we've just been taking it easy, not doing nothing. But I don't see nothing wrong because I'm going to marry you anyway. Why not just, (laughs) you know, we getting married, you know. ain't seen no ring. (laughs) 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 Y'all ain't talked about nobody, what you got. And then all of a sudden you hook up and then find out the Joker was broke. Don't got no money. It's happened. Trust me, it's happened. Oh, we good. Matter of fact, let me tell you something. If if he or she talking like that, that don't mean that they got the light in them. (laughs) Because here's the deal. Marriage was made for you to love one another, to share this expression, this physical expression that is so very spiritual at the same time. Here's the deal. Sex is 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 equally physical as is, is equally spiritual as it is physical. It is a spiritual thing because God created it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get towards you. Anything that God has created has a spiritual implication to it. Why do you think Paul says you fornicators and adulterers, God will judge? You can't judge me. That's fine. I don't want to. God will. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) point blank period. You can't tell me about my sin. I ain't telling you about it. I'm just telling you the bedroom's undefiled in the confines of marriage, but you fornicators, you adulterers, you will be judged. Point blank period. Everybody think they want to run around, slinging around, doing whatever you want. You will be judged. Well, I'm under grace. I'm under (coughs) grace. I don't know whatever you are under. (laughs) The very fact of the matter is is you will be judged accordingly. I didn't say it. That's what the good book says. (laughs) You are becoming one with one another. Are you getting me? Go to point number three for me. You getting something out of this? Marriage is beautiful because marriage mirrors God's covenant relationship with his people. Here's the deal that go to Ephesians for me Ephesians chapter 5 yes, It says for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones You see that For this reason, here we go, we see the same thing. Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 19, Paul is already reiterating what was already said in the very beginning. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and and be joined together to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Here's the deal. When you give your life to Christ is the moment you become one with God. You become unified. You share in this communion with him. Go to the next. Go to uh, verses 32. And it says, this is the great mystery by speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular, so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. You see that again? Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church again. uh, Again, you need to also in your particular love his own wife as himself. You see all of this again. Love the wife as himself. You saw last week how your friends need to love each other as yourselves. You continue to see the same theme. Why is it showing the same theme? Because here's the deal. A lot of people have self-hatred towards themselves. Most people don't even know how to love because they were never they never saw it as an example. Love is becoming so distorted to the very point that people don't even know what love actually is. They think love is sleeping with someone. It's not. Love is buying you things. It's not. Not many, how many things you buy? As long as, girl, as long as he got the money, stay with him. He can, he can cheat on anybody. You get in the car. You get in the house. But what are you getting? You don't have no time. Come on, man. Come on. You looking at everybody else, girl. But your man give you flowers, man. But your man give you Bentleys. <laughs> 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 And they, and they praise those things, those materialistic things, but yet they don't have, your man don't spend time with you. That's right. You don't, um, you can't confide in him. Wow. You don't have any of this thing. You can't connect with him. That's what's going on, and you think that's, you think you have something. But you praise the material things, and that's what people are doing now. We watch Love and Hip Hop. We watch all these reality TV shows, all these little ratchet things to show you what love is. All on TV. Love is Stevie J. One minute he's with Jocelyn, now he's with Faith Evans. I don't get it. We, I don't understand this. I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I mean, I mean goodness. We, Love and Hip Hop New York, we see that two women been messing with the same man since 2010, Peter Guns. <laughs> What is going on? on? He ain't had nothing. Then he still don't got that down and he's still playing the both of y'all getting both of y'all pregnant. I don't understand. If that's what love is and people are following that, that's a shame. That's that. That's that. Girl, he buying you. That. Yo, I don't care how many things he or she can buy for you. What you can't not buy is someone's love. Even while Jesus purchased you and I's freedom, he still couldn't buy your love. buy some of us love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> and here, here's the here's thing: Jesus ain't fighting you to love him. He just made it. A, he just made it available so that you can. Yeah. Are you seeing where I'm going at this yeah. tonight? Oh man., here, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. The two is becoming one. The two is becoming one. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined together. Here's another thing. Let me tell you something. True unity cannot be obtained if you two are still running to your corners of your parents' house. Are you hearing me tonight? When you get married, the ring is not the ring on your finger is circle. It's not a square. There is no corners to a ring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That means both of you are tied together. You creating your own family. I'm not saying you can't go to your people's for advice. But what I'm telling you is if you run into your corner every time and not knowing how to work things out, where is the true unity? Because how can two walk together unless they agree? Here's the deal. A lot of people are walking, trying to walk together with folk that only one person is holding up the bargain. That's not a covenant. A true covenant takes two people. That's a covenant. You can't make a covenant with somebody who is not fulfilling their side of the covenant. That's not a real covenant. That's not a real agreement. Are you hearing me? It says two are becoming one. That means I'm a mom. I, I love my mama. I'm a mama's boy. But that don't mean that I need to be running to my mama if I'm in a situation. That means you need to man up, deal with your situation. You may be a daddy's girl. Daddy can't help you. Daddy, when daddy brought you to him, who presents this woman to be with this man? That means you out of my hair now. He your problem. <laughs> Congratulations. Now daddy don't mind talking to you here and there. But it's up to you. Come on. Man. <laughs> hey man, you said daddy I love him. I love him, but I told you. But when I presented him to you, presented you to him. That's up to you now. I gave you my warning before the marriage. <laughs> 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 The two, are you following me? The two are becoming one. Listen to me. you got to leave. You are clinging. That means to, you want to know what the word cleave means in the Hebrew? One of the meanings, it means to pursue hard. Can I mess up your mind? If they're not pursuing you hard and you're trying to pursue them hard, what is that? That means they're not trying to cleave to you. So why are you trying to cleave to it? just don't know that God, you know, he just don't know yet. She just don't know yet. What you mean? You're wasting your time. Oh, you're pursuing hard. You're trying to figure out what I can give. You're trying to figure out your gifts, presents, what I can do. Listen, you're wasting your time. Cleave means to pursue hard. When you get in a marriage with each other, that's pursuing each other hard. I'm cleaving, we're knitting as one. You should never stop pursuing. The moment you stop pursuing, divorce is lingering. Yeah. Good. The man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one. Here's what I want to get to. Part four, I'm coming to a close. Am I boring you guys? No. All right. Marriage is beautiful because it's two people walking in unity, naked and unashamed. I know y'all looking at that. What in the world is he talking about? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> here's the deal come with me to the garden yeah. what is happening in the garden at this present time ladies and gentlemen in the garden sin is not present upon the earth it's not present you know what sin brings sin brings shame shame yeah. They are in a state of being freely open with one another. They're not ashamed of who they are because all they know is this purity that they see in one another. Here, here, watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Nakedness has nothing to do with physical nudity. This is not what he's just talking about. Yeah, they're nude in the garden. But this is a symbolism of something bigger than that. Is that they are walking with an openness, a vulnerability they they're walking in vulnerability with one another. <laughs> here, 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 They are. Hey, hey, hey. They have. Here, you know what sin did when sent into the world? Sin brought a mask, yeah, say that. where people begin to clothe themselves in stuff that they're not. That they begin to clothe themselves in things that they really not. They brought, because here, before sin into the world, there was a purity. No, enough, it was just all good. They were walking unashamed. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, you fine. But it was more than that. It was more than just what Adam or Eve physically saw. It was that they had no mask. It was open, transparent, thank you. They were transparent with one another. Here's the deal, when you date somebody now, you gotta figure out, you, it takes a couple, you can't fall in love with somebody on the first date, it ain't happening, because they wearing the mask. You know, I went to school at uh, Harvard. <laughs> first date, they come in there looking clean. You may actually think they have money. Well. Got the credit card going. They're acting like they ballin'. Let a couple days come past. The dates get cheaper and cheaper. <laughs> 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 Want to know why? Because everybody comes wearing the mask. Because people really don't like to be looked at. That's why they clothe themselves. That's why they hide themselves. That's why they put walls up. If you really you can't really make your here's the deal. You can't make something work with somebody you really don't trust. You want to know why? Here's the deal. If you really don't trust God, you're going to keep your walls up against him. Because you don't trust him. Same thing with a, with a significant other. If you don't trust them, you're going to keep your walls up. You will tell them only but so much, because you don't want them primed. You ain't trying to have nobody primed. You know, when, especially here in Maryland, when somebody stare at you here in Baltimore, we, our, us Baltimoreans don't do well with that. Uh, we don't really talk about PG. But we don't. Us Baltimoreans don't care about that. Here, here's the deal. Us Baltimoreans, we look at them like, Ew, what you want? You got something to say? <laughs> what you staring for? Can I help you? we going through all of this stuff. I just wanted to let you know you look really nice. <laughs> well, you didn't have to stare like that, no? <laughs> That's good. Your significant other can be staring at your soul like... You just get so uncomfortable. Why? And then you mask it around like, oh, I just got the, you know, bejeebies. <laughs> Wrong. It's like, Lord, what is he what is he really searching for? <laughs> Does he is there is there a mole on my face? <laughs> is there something stuck between my teeth? Why is he staring at uh, staring at me this hard? Why why is this happening? Is he he looking at me a certain type of way? Is there something that he sees about me? Oh, my God. He really sees me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) Don't look at me. Is he still looking? They walk naked and unashamed. Here's the deal, when you are in a marriage with with somebody, you walk with a transparency with one another and you're unashamed. This is how we love one another. Look, everyone's, how people love each other is different. And it's not the same all across the board. But here's the one thing that is the same, is that Christian marriages, number one, should be based in foundation upon Christ, Christ as the center. And you should be walking so unashamed with one another that you trust one another. You trust them with the secrets. You trust them with everything about yourself. You tell them everything about yourself because here I'm depositing myself into you and you're depositing yourself into me and we're becoming one. That's what we're doing. This is how this works. And if you are with somebody you can't do that with right now. All I'm going to tell you is I'm going to tell you what to do what i will tell you is snip snip cut cut because you don't got time for this if you still on the 10th date trying to figure out where she came from and she ain't told you anything she ain't to be trusted i'm just saying all i'm telling you is he or she, if you still if he's still trying to if there is an uneasiness that you feel like he ain't really telling me much about himself. I done told him a lot about myself, but I really don't know much about him. What has he got? How many baby mamas he really got? He must got something to hide. Let me see his phone. <laughs> I'm not telling you need to be somebody who's just so aggressive just trying to see phones and stuff. But another thing is, you know, we need to see what's going on with you. And yeah, if you got to go through all that, you might as well get rid of them now. <laughs> Save yourself the trouble and the headache. Save yourself the tears. Seriously. No one has time. Here's the deal. Everyone in this room does not want to get hurt, right? No one in this room wants to get hurt. However, you can't use that as an excuse for keeping yourself away from relationships. Right. Right. right? Yes, Here's the deal. If you you, <laughs> you have to allow God to present them to you. Thank you. That's what marriage is. God presented Eve to Adam. God presented Ruth to Boaz. At the right moment. How many of you all desire marriage in the room? If you desire it. Right? <laughs> Even if for those of you who are already married. How many of y'all are already married in the room? Let me see. Amen. Give it up to them. Even while you're in the marriage now. Or become a marriage. It's about the work. That's good. Relate, marriages are sacred. And it's set apart from God is set apart for God into him for his glory so that the world may see that this is how kingdom relationships are however if we are allowing ourselves to be in our flesh and our divorce rates are creeping up as higher as people who do not have Christ as a sinner we have an issue that means we are not doing relationships well We have to walk unashamed. We have to walk with a complete transparency with one another. We have to make sure that we understand that love is selfless. It is a sacrifice. It is something that you give and that needs to be reciprocated. Yes. That is what this is about. I'm going to get into business relationships next week. But here's the deal. This is so important because, look, your future depends on it. We are creating seeds that are coming out of us that are being produced in broken families right now. Fathers barely being around, sons and daughters, mothers barely being around there. We have children raising children. This is not God's concept of what marriage looks like. You know what? As, 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 as let me tell you something, as the age increases do you not understand that the innocence of our children and the age of innocence of our children are lowering and lowering in every decade do you not understand that our kids coming out of the womb are knowing how to deal with technology that they're being exposed to things a lot quicker than what we were we were just playing pokemon watching all that not now I'm telling you, the age of innocence is lowering and lowering. And if the church is not being voiceful about what what this stuff is, what is sex, what is what is true relationship? If we're not being honest about this stuff and being transparent about it now. We're going to have even more children raising children. And guess what grandparents being 30 and 20 years old grandparents. That's where we're headed. You don't see it now, but that's where it's headed. Do you not understand that even in your schools right now, they're trying to talk about what transgender, uh, transgenderism, LGBT, and I'm not coming, but that that is going to begin to put stuff in our kids' minds to confuse their innocence, to make them think that this is actual unacceptable thing. My biggest fear is when we see people like Arya when they begin to grow up. What type of world are they going to be living in? Brandon, this don't have nothing to do with marriage. Yes, it does. Because the family is the base of all of this. And if you are connected with someone who, who's corrupting already, You are going to produce a seed that's going to be confused. Your future depends on it. The future of your children's children depends on who you connect with. We've been fortunate. My grandfather on my mother's side, him and Ruth, they were married for over 40 some years. 48 to be exact until she wanted to be with the Lord. And we see how marriage, again, through the line, through the line, through their union, they produce grandchildren and great-grandchildren and grandchildren. And we saw an example of how we should carry out how we're supposed to be. At the, until the very end, my grandfather was with my grandmother. In, in sickness and in health, my grandmother got terminally ill. Going back and forth, changing or cleaning or all of that stuff. See, you don't want to talk about this. You're gonna get old together. Because that's what love looks like. And out of that seed, then my parents, who just celebrated 30 years, I'm not gonna tell you. They would even tell you. They would even tell you that not everything has been perfect, but they never stopped working because it matters who their seed is connected to. My father made a smart decision. It was wise. He followed God. (laughs) But to my brothers in the room, the woman made the right decision as well, amen. (laughs) Hello. He not no chopped liver, you know. She's like, let me find me a basketball player. (laughs) Ah! I'm telling you it matters about who your seed is given to because now you have my sister and my brother that's been created out of this and now it's very important and if we're going to keep the line of succession going we got to make sure whoever you connect with is very important marriage is sacred and it matters who you connect with your generation aligns online. Come on and bless the Lord in this room tonight.